virtue. What comes to mind when you hear that word? One of my favorite definitions for virtue is a beneficial quality or power of a thing. We are all filled with our own virtues, personal strengths and power within us that are gifts given to us by God. The real magic happens when we recognize our virtues and become guardians of these virtues, using them for the good of others. Join me, your host, Elisa Lindsay Johnson, as I talk to amazing guardians of virtue who all have one thing in common, a desire to use their gifts for good. I hope that as you listen to this podcast, you are emboldened with your own virtues. Let us all strive to be guardians of virtue. What's up, my people? That makes me so happy to say that. (laughs) Uh, I'm really excited to talk about today's topic. Um, And that topic is how to be a guardian of your history. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because of my experience last week. Um, My husband and I were asked to be family group leaders at our stake trek. Now, for those that don't know what a trek is, what <laughs> according to our church, a trek is when um, the youth in our church uh, gather together, the from our area gather together and reenact what it's like to be a pioneer. They have handcarts just like the pioneers did, and they pull the handcarts with all of their clothes. They're only able to take a bucket and um, fill it with all of their belongings, and it can only weigh 17 pounds, and then they can bring like a pillow and a sleeping bag, and that's all that they can bring. And so um, for five days, we were at Trek last week, and I didn't take a shower that entire week. My hair was so nasty. Having short hair and camping like that is just not um, advisable. But luckily, I had a girl that in our family that could French braid. So she braided my hair, which helped. So um, before we get started, I need to make something very clear. My husband and I agree on a lot of things. And one of those things that we agree on is that neither of us are big fans of camping. I don't really mind camping. I like being outside, as is evidenced by my garden. Uh I I really like being outside, but the cooking and the stuff like that is is so much work, and it's not really a vacation for moms. I feel like so we don't camp, uh, and there's a reason. I mean, we have a fire pit in our backyard, which gives us enough of the camping experience, but we get to go and shower after. <laughs> so that's that's how much camping we usually do. And we also don't like camping with open-ended tents made out of tarps like we did at Trek. But something we also agree on is that we both really love the youth. And that's why Scott and I said yes to being family group leaders on Trek. Despite having to sleep in open-ended tents, we love the youth. We truly love them. And the thought of being with them for five days made the decision to camp with open-ended tents an easy yes. For the rest of this podcast, you must call me Mama J, for that is my street name and what my children's called me at Trek. My husband was very obviously Papa J. Uh, before I get started on telling you what I learned, and 
I am obviously talking about Trek because I that was my experience last week, but also Trek is a way to honor our ancestors, the pioneers that came before us um, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Obviously, when we talk about pioneers, we talk about the people who trek west, who trekked west in the late 1800s, who were um, members of our church because of, they they went west to Utah because of persecution and because that's what the Lord wanted them to do. And um, so that's why we hold trek to honor, honor the sacrifices they made for us. But there are all sorts of different pioneers. Um, a pioneer is anyone who does something for the first time. And so a pioneer can just as easily be the first person in a family to join the church or the first person who, I don't know, isn't a drug addict or the first person who goes to college in their family or the first person who buys a house in their family. Like there are so many ways to be a pioneer. But in this instant, we are honoring and guarding our family history by pretending to be pioneers for a week. So um, before I get started, I I told my Trekkies, my Trek children, that I would give them a shout out on this podcast episode. So they, a couple of them have started listening to it, which I thought, I just think that's so awesome. And I love them so much. We had 12 children um, that we got to love on for, for five days. And um, it was very easy to love them. Um, they each were unique and um special and they just had so many beautiful talents we had a born leader we had kind of like a class clown we had somebody that just had this quiet strength about them we had some one of them we called our responsible daughter <laughs> she just was always very um calm and just took everything in stride and just was always peaceful and she helped me stay peaceful too they just all brought me joy, and I am so grateful for them, and I'm grateful that they were willing to call me Mama Jay. That just that just made me so happy. So I'm going to talk about the lessons I learned while I got to hang out with these 12 awesome children. The coolest thing I witnessed was the transformation that I saw in these kids, especially the ones that didn't want to be there. We had a couple of those. Uh, I could just tell that they were not thrilled to be there that first day. But by day two, they were smiling and having fun, which just oh, brought me so much joy. I also loved the unity that we experienced. We had one son uh, because truly I call them our sons and daughters because they truly were like that to us. Anyways, we had one son who was a born leader and he really he had some really fun chants that the kids loved to sing. I'll share with you one of them. And um, they helped me learn how to do it. And I practice my rhyming skills. So I'll share you with, I'll share you this one. It's the rhyme is typically done in A-A-B-B or A-A-B-A. So this is how the chant goes. Somebody or the group says, Shabuya, sha sha Shabuya, roll call. And then they point to somebody and they have to do the following. So um, I, they asked me to do it. So one of the times. And so I did. I said, my name is Mama J. Then they would go, yeah. And then I said, my name is Mama J. Yeah, I like to play. Yeah, 
I sit on the piano, yeah, every single day, yeah. So that was one of the chants we did. Um, we also did every time somebody said or said or did something nice for us, we would clap twice and say thank you. So you know, to the person and say their name. And yeah, just really good chants like that. We had another kid that used the the coolers on the back of the handcart as a like drum. So uh, that was really fun too. It just it brought a lot of unity to our family. We also liked to play games together, and we talked a lot with the kids, and it was just so much fun. It, I, it's hard for me to express. I wish you could have experienced it or watched it, um, but it felt good when the kids chose to hang out with us instead of going off with their friends. We didn't have a lot of problems with that. Not that it would have been a problem because there was plenty of time for them to go hang out, but they chose to hang out with us, which was just really special. To add to the unity part, I learned that the youth respond best when you aren't afraid to look silly, and they can tell when you are authentic or not. They are inherently good, and they just want love and for you to talk to them. They wanted to, they want you to spend time with them and do what brings them joy, like with them. The kids really grabbed onto our nicknames, Mama and Papa Jay. I loved turning around and answering one when they called my name across the way or in passing. We even got some kids outside of our group that, that joined in the fun, and I ended up being an auntie to many of the kids at Trek, which just, again, just made me so happy to see a smiling, their smiling faces when I responded to them when they called me Mama Jay. I have to shout out to one of mine and Papa Jay's friends. We called him Apothecary Terry, a name coined by my real daughter. He was the camp medical like chief of staff guy. He was the one in charge when everyone needed help medically. The kids learned to trust him quickly, and he was also really fun. He jumped into all the fun with the kids, and they absolutely, absolutely loved him for it. That's the best kind of youth leader. Kids need that. He even started a measles epidemic where a bouncy ball represented the measles. And as it was passed around um, family to family throughout the day, they each, like everyone, they got the measles. At dinner time, whoever ended up with it got the measles treatment. And guess what? <laughs> Our family ended up with it. And to this day, we will never tell what we got. Was it good or bad? The world will never know. I think some of the people guessed what we got, but we've sworn to secrecy. The first day we actually pushed carts was the second day of Trek out of a total of five days. We experienced chaos and we didn't even think about giving the kids specific guidelines, which is kind of embarrassing because this was not mine and Scott's first rodeo. We should have known better. We've done Trek before. We, it, just, it just wasn't good. Most of the kids were so excited to push the carts, but their excitement made them like haphazard. They ran with the carts. They didn't listen as much because they were just so excited and left kids and other family group leaders behind. So it just wasn't, it wasn't great. We had a meeting that night and collectively decided on the boundaries and expectations for the kids when it came, comes to pushing a handcart. Trail bosses were chosen, and Scott was the trail boss for Yellow Company, which our kids were excited about being in front of the company. Our family was a little competitive, which was pretty fun. The next day, the third day of Trek, was way more successful. 
In fact, I think it was everyone's favorite day. The kids worked together, they left no one behind, and there was a ton of singing and chanting as we walked along the way. It was wonderful. The next lesson I learned is a lesson that God seems to teach me often, and that is that joy can be found anywhere, even difficult circumstances. Our trek had three words we focused on, a word for each full day, faithfully, joyfully, and fearlessly. There were a few difficulties where the kids exhibited great joy. It was magical to witness. We experienced two big rainstorms. One happened on Wednesday night. The leaders had us hang in Highland Hall during the storm. The place we trekked at is called Christ Central Ministries at Mission Lake. It has a beautiful, it's a beautiful place. Highland Hall wasn't going to be used at all because of the, or wasn't going to use at all, but because of the heat, we had dinner there each night. While we sequestered ourselves in Highland Hall at 9 p.m. at night to wait out the storm, the leaders put on an impromptu dance. I danced the line dances and was so sore the next day. Oh man, but it was so much fun. And the kids had a blast. There were smiles everywhere, and the kids who didn't want to dance played games. The second storm happened on our last night. It started right as the planned dance finished. We barely got to our tents before it poured down and there was thunder and lightning. As we laid trying to get to sleep, our boys started singing hymns and soon our girls joined in. The music rang out and I could tell their hearts swelled with joy and I knew it helped them stay calm when the storm was raging on. Luckily, the thunder and lightning stopped and it just rained the rest of the night. As we got to the last night, the kid Trekkies were all handed letters that were written by their loved ones. I sat around watching our kids smile and cry as they read. I witnessed just how amazing our youth are. They were joyful and generally really kind. Their testimonies are strong and amazing. They truly believe in the gospel and in Jesus Christ. I feel so lucky that I got to witness their growth during Trek. One of these kids he's not he was not a member of our family but he was talking to me and i asked him what his what were his favorite things about trek this was i was asking him that um our last morning when we were waiting for parents to come get the kids and stuff and and he said he said after last night i have no doubt that god exists he said as as i was laying there in our tent as the rain was coming down and and you guys like that night the rain was literally pouring it was pouring rain the thunder and lightning were coming it was it was a really big storm and it continued pouring rain throughout the night with little snippets of of you know calmer rain here and there but he said as i was laying there trying to trying to go to sleep i, I couldn't and and so I prayed and asked Heavenly Father to make the rain stop long enough for me to go to sleep. And he said it, it only took a minute or two and the rain stopped or it calmed down. And, and he's like, and then I was able to go to sleep and, and he stopped the rain for me. He didn't know that, that after that, that the rain started pouring again. But, but Heavenly Father heard his prayer and he, and he responded to it and, those are the reasons why Trek is important. My case for doing Trek with our kids or, or encouraging our kids to do challenging and hard things, but especially Trek, is that when we turn our 
when we turn towards our fathers, as the scripture in Malachi 4, 6 says, we get to learn from the lessons they learned and honor them by using their lessons to teach and become our best selves. As guardians of our histories, we honor our ancestors by actually trying. We honor them by doing better, by being better, by living our best lives so that the work they did to provide that for us was not in vain. Don't let it be in vain. Do the work. Be what they hoped that you would become. Honor them by becoming your best self. As always, I finish each episode by answering the same two questions. The first question is, how is Jesus Christ a guardian of his history? It must have been interesting from his viewpoint to study the scriptures found in Torah and realize that they all talked about himself. He knew his history from the beginning of time because of what was written. He knew the prophecies that were about him. How did he guard that history? He guarded it by doing the will of he who sent him, the will of his father, every single day of his life. And he continues to do it till this day. The next question is, who do I think is a guardian of their history? When I think about that, as far as people in our current world, I think of Mally Bonner and maybe I think of him because we watched the movie Green Flake. His name is Green Flake today. And Mally is the one that produced that and put it together. Um, so he is a guardian of our history because of the work that he did on that movie. And because of the statues, he tirelessly worked hard to get commissioned to put up in Utah, honoring black pioneers that were so present in our pioneer history, like Jane Manning and Green Flake. <laughs> he continues to be a guardian of his history, of our history, by learning and sharing the truth because that is what matters. And the best part is that he doesn't try and delete the reality of, the, of, of our history. He doesn't think it's right to pull down statues or to, to, to delete what, what happened. We have a lot of negative history in the United States when it comes to our black brothers and sisters. We also have a lot of positive history in the United States when it comes to our black brothers and sisters too. He focuses on the lessons we can learn from both, which is something I love that he does. He truly is a guardian of our history. I hope that you learned something about what it means to be a guardian of your own history. Do research, figure out what your ancestors did, honor them by living your best life and on this trek of yours, the trek of your life. And I know that you will be blessed. And I know that, that as you do that, that they will be your guardian angels uh, helping you along the way as you, as you carve through your own path in this track of life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you walk away filled with strength and power, or dare I say, virtue, as you use your own gifts for good too. Podcasts live by the reviews that are written for them. Please leave a review and let me know what you think. I hope you all have a blessed day. Bye.